Hello, I'm Tony Payne, and welcome to The Painful Truth. And welcome back to The Painful Truth in a kind of proper way for 2021. I hope you enjoyed that silly little series of summer posts I put out on spiritual golf lessons. A few of my golfing mates said they learned a thing or two. I I hope those of you who didn't like golf also learned a spiritual thing or two. They were good fun. But it's time to kind of get back to work properly. And this is something, and perhaps I'm a bit perverse in this way, that I really quite enjoy. I really enjoy the first week back at work after a holiday. It's because I don't really have super high expectations of myself, I guess. I, I know it will take some time to get the old brain working and to remember what it is exactly that I'm supposed to be doing here, that I'm getting paid to do. And it's also one of those times of the year when you have the excuse, or perhaps it's the obligation, to stop and to think and to plan what you're going to be doing to kind of get your head around your whole role and job and to strategize a little bit and to plan and to prioritize. And this is all excellent, it seems to me, and much more fun than actually doing the job. So over the last week or so, I've been pulling out uh, the musty manila folder with all my writing ideas in it. Well, that's a digital folder these days, but I like to think of it as a musty manila folder with scraps of paper in it, even though it's all on my computer. And I've been rifling through the ideas and thinking about what I should write about this year in The Painful Truth. And I've come across a whole series of digital notes and scraps and half-written ideas. Here's an example of the kind of subjects I'm thinking I might write about at some point. I'd like to write about the wisdom and folly of crowds, for example. I'd like to write about the very common impulse, and I experience this myself, of wanting to soft-pedal or compromise when a fraught or difficult issue comes up, a moral issue, because I just don't want to be hated. I'd like to write about the nature of Christian maturity. That's an important subject for us, I think. And in particular, I'd like to think about faith and love and hope, which are the three big words that the New Testament itself uses to talk about Christian maturity. I'd like to write about environmentalism at some point, which seems to me almost to be a cult or a religion in which everyone pretty much who's been educated in the last 20 years, in our education system at least, has been enlisted as a devotee. I'd like to write about preaching and the Bible and the connection between the two. And amazingly, I think I have something fresh to say about that well-worn subject. I'd like to write about why Christians can appreciate in politics the good impulses of both the progressive and conservative sides of politics, while also never really being able to join either side properly, always seeing the fundamental shortcomings of both sides. I'd like to write about that. I'd like to write about Titus, the book of Titus. I think it teaches us an awful lot about the fundamental nature of Christian ministry and the gospel. I'd like to write about whether we should keep the live stream going once we're fully back in church together. A good friend was asking me about that just the other day. If we can get back to full church together, do we still want to have a live stream? Would that be a good idea or not? And much, much more. So you can see that that's a fairly disparate kind of list. Uh, There are practical ministry ideas. uh, There are theological issues. There are discussions about discipleship. But there's also issues that would normally be classified as, as ethics, as personal ethics or social ethics. Now, having such a broad range of possible topics is generally a no-no in the world of newsletters and blogs and podcasting. What you're supposed to do is pick your lane 
and build your audience. That's the standard advice. Write about ministry or be a theology podcast or write about ethics, but don't try to do all of them at the same time. Now, I've thought about this more than once over the last 12 months or so. In fact, over the last 20 years or so. But in this particular case, should the painful truth be mainly a kind of trellis and vine kind of thing for ministry types who want to discuss discipleship and evangelism and so on? Or should it also, or instead, delve into the ethical complications of of living as a Christian in our current complicated world? Which lane should I pick? Well, it seems to me that the road we're called to walk down as Christians has more than one lane, and the dotted line between them isn't so clear. Take the division between ministry and ethics, for example. Now, it's true that most people do tend to be interested in one more than the other, and this is revealed by, essentially, what they talk about all the time and the articles or links they share online. It will be about the latest issues in evangelism or church planting or preaching or discipleship on one hand, or it might be more about climate change or US politics or freedom of religion or transgenderism or something else on the other. In my own life, there's a little bit of history here. The evangelical movement or tribe that I grew up in, swirling around St. Matthias and campus Bible study and MTS and so on, We had a reputation for giving a very high priority to the gospel and to gospel ministry, perhaps to the point where not much else got much of a look in. And this was a caricature. The reality on the ground was much more nuanced than that. But most caricatures have a little kernel of truth to them as well, don't they? In fact, I remember back in the 90s, there was a joke doing the rounds that made fun of the differences between different churches and tribes in Sydney at that time. Uh, It went like this. It was one of those light bulb jokes. How many people does it take to change a light bulb at Barney's Broadway? The answer, well, there are two views on that. Uh, how many people does it take to change a light bulb at Christchurch St. Ives? The answer, we're not sure. We have people who do that. And how many people does it take to change a light bulb at St. Matthias? The answer, we don't change light bulbs. That's not a gospel issue. Cruel, but possibly a little bit fair. Now, of course, how we live in the world is very much a gospel issue because the grace of God teaches and trains us to live a new life in the world. And that's certainly a lesson those of us who were at St. Matthias in the 90s knew by heart. And on the other side, the imperative to disciple others with the gospel of Christ and how we do that, these are very much ethical issues. They're questions of love and of truth. We can't really divide the two. We can't talk about gospel ministry without also talking about what it means to preach the gospel to people whose hearts are captured, say, by environmentalism. And we can't talk about environmentalism without talking about the resurrected Jesus Christ who rules the world and who promises the hope of a new creation in his gospel. In fact, we can't know what it is about environmentalism, if anything that is, that we should talk about or that it's significant or worth discussing without the wisdom of Jesus Christ, the reorienting, reshaping wisdom of Jesus Christ, which teaches us how to make judgments about all things, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2. In other words, 
I'm saying that gospel ministry is really a form of ethical thinking and action. It proceeds from a biblical understanding of what is good and true in Christ and then seeks to act and to speak in love on the basis of that truth. And on the other hand, ethics is a form of theological reflection and gospel action. Ethics makes no sense for Christians unless it's driven and shaped by the biblical truth of Christ, Christ crucified. We approach every issue, every thought, every word, every deed in the name of Jesus. We shouldn't compartmentalize the two. We shouldn't put ministry in one lane and ethics in a completely separate lane. We shouldn't dichotomize them, if that's a word, although it's really common to do so. And in fact, I learned this while I was doing a PhD a few years ago. My project, my dissertation, was to bring the framework of theological ethics to bear on a ministry practice. I wanted to think about the one another word ministry that Christians undertake in the Christian community and to understand it, to understand it theologically from the Bible. But I was exploring something that was an action, speech, something that you do, and something that has moral significance. It's a form of action, of speech, that we're commanded to do, urged and encouraged to do in Scripture. It takes place under the banner of love and other motivations as well. And it can be done well or it can be done poorly and so on. Now, if you had an action that was like this, an action that had moral significance, the field in which you explore it would be theological ethics. But very few people in ethics world are really very much interested in what we would call ministry or discipleship. And nor, for that matter, is the reverse the case. Nor do many people in ministry world bring the intellectual and theological tools of ethics to bear on understanding what they're doing. In Stephen Jay Gould's expression, ministry and ethics often function as non-overlapping magisteria. I think he was talking about science and religion when he said that, but two areas that just exist in their own fields and don't seem to overlap. Now, this made the whole PhD project both delightfully interesting. I was exploring an open field, which very few people had bothered to map before, but also rather tricky in terms of satisfying the expectations of the academic guild. I managed to navigate my way through that, which was a relief to all concerned. And that's what I plan to keep doing here as well at The Painful Truth, to keep mining that wacky ideas file of mine without worrying too much about whether I have a ministry hat or an ethics hat on as I do so. Because in the end, the two lanes are part of the same road. The two hats sit on the same head. And that's a head that should be striving to understand and speak about all things with the wisdom of Jesus Christ. And there's a challenge in that, of course, for me and for all of us. The test of whether something is really worth thinking and speaking and writing about is not which category it fits in, nor whether you or I find it interesting, nor whether it's the thing that everybody is talking about that's currently dominating the news and being plastered all across social media, which, as I write, is about whether Australia Day should be on January the 26th or not. None of those things are the test. The test is this. Will speaking the truth in love on this subject, and that truth is grounded in the biblical revelation of Christ, 
Well, speaking the truth in love on this subject served to build the body of Christ, to move people towards knowing him, and to fortify and encourage them towards maturity in him. That's the test, and that's also a very good reason to get back to work. Well, as the new year gets underway, I'm wondering if I can ask a favour. I'm wondering if you can pull out your phone or your laptop, uh, open a text or maybe an email, uh, address it to five or ten Christian friends, and send them a message that says something like this, I've really been enjoying this newsletter sort of slash podcast thing from Tony Payne. I think you'd like it. Uh, there's a free version, a free subscription, as well as a paid level, and you can sign up for it at thepainfultruth.online. I'd love it if you could send an email or a message like that to your friends. That's one of the things that has occurred to me as I start this new year is that I'm not sure I've really done enough to tell people about this new thing I'm doing, The Painful Truth. If you could help me do that, I would really appreciate it. Not just for my sake, of course, but for the sake of spreading good thinking and truth and encouragement to as many people as possible. If you could manage that, I'd really appreciate it. The other thing I'd really appreciate is for you to get in touch. I do, as I've already said, have a pretty long list of subjects that I'm thinking about and writing about, but I'm always looking for more, and particularly those that are exercising your minds and your hearts. So please send in your questions that are bugging you or your ideas that you'd like me to explore, and I'll slot them into the program. You can email me at tonyjpayne at me.com. Well, that's about all for this week's Painful Truth about ministry and ethics. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tony Payne. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.